Adrian from Trueverse. And that interview is coming up after these messages. <laughs> Jeez, man, you're throwing me for a loop on that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do that so well, but we're in beta. <laughs> And I don't care. All right, I'm going to leave this in. (laughs) (laughs) There's the teaser. (laughs) Actually, that's hilarious. Uh, (sighs) If you do that, I don't care. That's funny. Papa's popping and locking. Magnum's scrutinizing. Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode 19 of the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. Mags, it's been a hundred days and a few weeks since we've been told it'll be a few weeks since we can get our NFTs off of Theta Drop. And it's been two weeks. More than two weeks. <laughs> and well, and it's been more than two weeks since we were told that we hey guys, we're serious this time. They're, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna come off. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, I did. I have been hearing something about an update coming to the chain soon. People need to update their guardian nodes. I don't run one of those. I don't know if that has something to do with this. But hey, let's wait and see. Maybe, maybe next week will be our big week. Uh, <laughs> get it. Get, they could slide it in right before the end of Q3. So it's been like a third of a year. Just it has been a third of a leap year. <laughs> uh, yeah wild but hey since we're talking about t-drop kind of had a, a pretty big week this week talking about t-drop governance uh on th- on uh, twitter yeah and i thought this was going to be one of the biggest stories of the week but the, yeah week it, it was did not stop yeah this was the <laughs> biggest story of the week but it feels like it was the biggest story of a week like a month ago and it was like what tuesday <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we uh, you know there was a lot of people talking about some of the different T drop governance issues, and there was a suggestion made. You know, I know that between you and TZC and myself, you know, we're all we're all pretty humble guys. Definitely. You know, there there's definitely like you know some are more humble than others. Obviously. But you know, I think as a collective, we need to take credit for this. We got we got TZC up over that dreaded five million T drop limit, so that he can start putting some of these uh, requests in to have updates made to the governance. I believe you you were just telling me what what's he up to now? He's over seven mil. He over, is over seven mil. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty cool. So now <clears throat> I know that he's been digging off the white paper and looking and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, you know, these these equations that are in there, I mean, they look difficult as it is, but then they got three or four constants in there that are never defined. So it's like, how, how are you supposed to put in anything on this when, you know, you don't even, can't even tell what's going on here. But I think the general idea was that we just want to increase the maximum T-drop payout for people that are spending a bunch of T-fuel on Drop. Is that right? Well, yeah, and... You were looking at it too because I was trying to tag you in. To yeah, this. definitely, for and, sure. And you said I had to take it to the whiteboard because I was like, "Figure this out, <laughs> sheriff." And you go, "I, well, I got I could put it. No chalkboard, was it? Yeah, chalkboard? I do my best work when somebody leaves an equation on a chalkboard and I just <laughs> randomly walk by it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you were like, and it was um, TZC was saying that there are some parameters that aren't identified in the white paper that are yeah. on. 
uh, what he's trying to change, but he can't change what he doesn't know. So he's waiting for these, right. these equations to figure yeah, out. To just, exactly. Also, too, and weren't you both saying like it would take however many oh, things man. supposed to be minted? It's like they're way behind what it's supposed way to be. Way behind. I mean, not even close. And <laughs> they had somebody put together a Google sheet. And, you know, guys, come on. Like, first of all, use Excel because anytime I see math on a Google sheet, it's like just suspect to me. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, this is weird. You know, they have it's a four year payout that uh, they're expecting 20 uh, or six billion over four years. So if you go even, that's 1.5 billion per year, and they have 750,000 slated for year one. And for year two, they have 2.25 billion slated. So after year two, they get it up to 3 billion, but then they, you know, they don't do it in a, a straightforward fashion. So it's like 750 million, 2.25 uh, billion. Then it goes down to 1.5 billion, 1.5 billion, which is what it should have been in the first place. So even if you take it at the rate that they show on there, we're so far behind. It's going to like, there's going to be enough T-drop in this thing at the rate we're going to have it in. It's, it's going to go for hundreds of years. Right. It, and it, hopefully it's not like one of those things. So a few years ago, uh, me and when I was working budget and we had a, our program was like, I don't know, just over 14 mil. So like not a lot, but uh, it is for like 140 something people. And so me and my other uh, person who did the budget, we were both like away. I was traveling. She was traveling. So we were trying to do, we were trying to figure out how we were going to plan the budget and the, the way the funds are colored. And so anyways, we did it and we're, we briefing each other on this budget. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but we're briefing <laughs> each other on this budget and we are arguing about the math and long story short, our numbers, our final numbers were the exact same. It's just, we... <laughs> We came to the numbers from a different a different way, uh, so it was a whole lot of arguing for no reason. Well, that's not that's what's happening here. here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was wondering if you're going to tell us a story about sending that wire to Puerto Rico. Oh God, that's a that's a whole other story. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So for sure, I mean, something needs to be done about this thing because if you just I, I forget exactly, I think it's like 125 million tea drop need to be earned every month for this pot to to wear out. And what kills me, it's like you know these are the tea drop that are meant for the community for us who are spending the tea fuel, you know, on theta drop. This stuff is meant for us so that we can earn it and we can stake it and we can reap the benefit of it. Right. You know, meanwhile, some of these other like at the beginning, you know, you had a bunch that was just dropped to the team and that's already being staked. So I, I don't see that as being fair that, you know, these this this budget of this T drop is not even anywhere near close. Right. I mean, I would vote for maybe some retro changes. I don't know if that's street legal. But... I, yeah, I think that that absolutely should be the case. They have, it's all on the blockchain. They can figure it out. That's how they did the first drop, you know, because and add to it, like these projections were supposed to start based on February 1st of this year. And they actually gave us credit, thankfully, um, to purchases that were made in T-Fuel on Datadrop dating back to like August of last year. So not only are, so we're basically a year into this. So 
you know, if you if you really line it up, then we're even farther behind than we say we are. Right. Because they gave us they gave us that extra time period. Yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully yeah. something gets done with that. And if people don't know, they they're probably bored out of their minds from. from the yeah. I mean, I just I just picture that like this is like Scrooge's uh, money vault. Right. That thing's never going to empty. <laughs> oh, um, hundreds of years before you get to the number one dime. <laughs> yeah well we'll see so what else what else did we have this week we had a we had a nice little drop yesterday we did we yeah. did but oh real quick though b- before we get to the drop which i'm gonna let you finish but anyway so we were supposed to record last night and <laughs> and like an hour and a half maybe a couple hours maybe two three hours or whatever i get a i get a i get a message from you saying hey do you mind if we put it off to tomorrow night I forgot it's my birthday. <laughs> but, I mean, I, so yesterday I knew it was my birthday, but the day before it just didn't hit me. Like, cause you know, normally we, we schedule our things out and you're like, Oh, you want to do Friday or Saturday? It's like, Oh, let's get it over with on Friday. You, I, you always want it done sooner. I think I, it's like a bandaid. You want it done as quick as you can. So do you, right? I just, I want to give you as much time as you need to, to do your master editing job over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, guilty. Uh, Happy birthday, I, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I knew on Friday it was my birthday, but I completely forgot on Thursday night that Friday was... <laughs> That I that we were sure I was signing up to to do this on my birthday night, but um, yeah. So that so now we're we got an extra day in, and we got a little goodies to talk about here. So right, right works out either way. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, I. Uh... But yeah, no. Yesterday was I had a I had a pretty good birthday actually on on Data Drop. I thought that was a, a pretty cool Unchained Punks drop that we had. Oh yeah, very cool. I mean, thirty five dollar packs, and you can see they're almost they're almost going for like one hundred twenty five hundred thirty dollars already. So it's reminding me of the good old days a little bit here. And I think it's already fifty percent open. The, the packs, I think. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I know that I personally was in there trying to snipe out the Symbiote ones, you know, because uh, Ivory had made a, an announcement on Twitter that there was going to be some kind of a challenge for the Symbiote-related punks. So Doc Theta came in and dropped all the different kinds. So I think we got Cyborg, we got Orange Fighter, Blue Fighter, Sword Fighter. Is that, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure who he's and uh and the skull yeah yeah so we got those five (laughs) so yeah basically i was was trying to get my work done as fast as i could yesterday so that at four (laughs) o'clock i could make sure that i was ready in uh in my sniping tower yeah i didn't realize that till after until you showed me the list uh and then i eventually saw what what doc sent and um so i yeah i i got an orange fighter so i don't want to i want to be legit with all my simbies so yeah, for sure. And it's funny because I must have had like five or six people asking me. It's like, am I the only one that read what, you know, Doc Theta came in and like dropped all these things and, and told us exactly what we were look to look for like <laughs> the day before? Even T Fuel Inferno, who's usually on top of this stuff, he's like, oh, so and so just told me like, he picked up a blue fighter, I think yeah. it was. And he's like, oh, so and so just told me that this isn't a symbiote. I was like, okay, well, I'm telling you that it is. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Hey, what are you going to yeah. do? So, Oh, 
And somebody, so somebody opened and then they immediately put it up for like, I think 1100, the, the gold, the gold yeah. one, dude, I saw it, I saw it pop up. I went to buy it, even though I didn't have the money, I didn't put anything on yet. <laughs> and it was already like Gone. saying that it was like minted. So like, yeah. I think it was transferred and somebody already bought it. So I didn't even, yep. didn't even stand a chance. Yeah, OG Earthling, man. He uh, he hopped right on that real quick. And I have no idea what's going to happen with it. But, you know, Ivory Ivory is just insistent upon making his NFTs valuable. So who knows? That I'm, I'm sure that's going to pay off in the long run. Plus, plus a one-of-one one custom is pretty cool anyway. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pretty neat. They are real neat. And, you know, I, some of them, obviously, I'm not a huge fan of. You know, some of the influencers that are on there and, and things of that nature, some of the, the people that are no longer kind of around Theta anymore. You know, uh, the one that I will mention is BitBoy. Like, you know, wh why have him in there? You know, I, I just, it just seems unnecessary. But I do like the, I did like the drop and I do like that it's going to ThetaCon. And I like that Theta drop was you know, nice enough to have this on their site and, you know, allow it a more, a larger audience access to, to this drop, because we know that a lot of people just aren't making it over to open data. Well, and it's, it's easier to access data drop on your phone than. Yes. Than, that's than open very data. true. That's very so, true. That's, that's for certain. But also too, though, talk about, you know, it's, it's very similar. I mean, the art is different. It's like the Theta Punks, right? Yeah. In in the style of different Theta projects yep. and people. And also, so one, there's utility that can be used to access ThetaCon, right? Like Yeah, the uh, yeah, the DRM service, right? So they can right. access the stream. Yeah. So you got that right there. And then just like the um I don't, what were they called on Open Theta? They did. It was like a random, and there was twenty four different ones. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was like the Creator Club or no. No, I'm not sure. No, that was the. That you know was, what I'm talking about? Like I do. Yeah, it was like the they were driving. I think uh, wasn't Ivory the one driving the the van? Like well, everyone's that, piled in the van, and you got the jet well, ski, and one, they're all. Yeah, that one was the airdrop, I believe, if you owned four of them whenever the yeah. airdrop happened. Yep. Of the of the actual ones that people minted, and they were all in different orders, and you had to try to collect 24 of them. Because, right? And you're in some 24 club or something. I don't know so, what that is. Yeah, that's, that is, yeah, that's different. No, um, but. You didn't need to be what, in that to get that. No, but those, they, they waive the fees on that one, right? So they open Theta waive the fees on that one. Right. For ThetaCon. And then now they basically did something different, but also similar on Theta Drop for yeah. this. But so I guess the point is, you know, when we had Brian on, Brian Mesa, friend of the Pinecast, I asked him, you know, some of them had different raffles and giveaways and, and different utility stuff yep. um, for like drawings and stuff like that. Yeah. And and he says it's up to the creators and there's a lot of creators exactly. that have done stuff with that. And exactly. so what we know now is Ivory wants to do something with the, the Simbi ones yep. and there could be a way to do stuff with other ones. So absolutely. Yeah. So if you say it doesn't have any utility, then you can say that I'm not going to stop. Yeah. That. No, well, <laughs> so, it, it would just be not true if you said right. that. Right. Sure. 
there's different levels of utility. Like you said, each of them have a utility and then each, and then some of them will have an additional utility. So I right. don't know uh, what the breakdown is on which ones will or won't, but Hey, you know, be interesting to find out. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I got a Simbi and I wanted to make sure that I got a lizard uh, to rep <laughs> TZC because I believe that there's something going down with his too. Oh, uh, shoot. I but... better take mine off the marketplace. My, uh, my lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that it's in, in stone though, but I'll tell you what, man, this actually, I just want to clear the air here on, on some of the stuff that's been going around on Twitter about the actual, the original Theta Punks. So the original Theta Punks was a, a collection that was kind of, it was basically mimicking the Crypto Punks, right? We all, we all can see that. But it was minted on Theta. It was 10,000 of them that got minted. It was minted on its own website. It was, this was prior to Open Theta. And it turns out that the two creators that, that created these things and, and got them minting and created the website, they rugged it, right? They up and left. Okay. They, they minted 10,000 of them. And then uh, there were some people that were in touch with them. They were supposed to create... They were the ones that were actually supposed to create a marketplace. They never did. Open Theta ended up coming in and, and bringing the smart contract in so that you can buy and sell on there. But the two original creators basically up and left. And then Doc Theta and Visioneer and some others, they actually picked up the pieces on this thing. And now this community, it, now this project is being fully run by the community. So, I mean, you can't, call, it's not a scam project. We had, there were scammers that created it and, and, and left, but now you got Doc Theta coming in with, with a group of others and these guys have really picked up the pieces. So now this is now a legit project again. So all of this hmm. FUD about, you know, the Theta Punks being a scam and this and that, it's like, okay, it was, but those people are long gone. You know, they took the, they took the T-Fuel and they left and they got a lot of it and they're gone. But what's left is a community that if you look on open data, there's a thousand owners of these things. That's pretty strong. Oh, wow. Yeah. I and, know that. And yeah. And you got, you got some good leadership in the front. You got, um, if you own 10, then you're part of the DAO. So yeah, no, I mean, it's, I just wanted to clear the air on that because there was some, a lot of misconceptions going on, misunderstandings about what happened there. Well, I, I, I mean, I appreciate that. I, I didn't even know any of that. So um, it's good to, to clear the air on that. And honestly, like, you know, the, the hype around this drop, it was, I was like, man, you know what? I think I need a couple more of these. Uh, <laughs> I think I need a couple more of these Theta Punks. So, so I actually went over on, on Open Theta and grabbed a few more and made it into the the dao so you need 10 of them to do that and i was going back and forth with doc and um i was like oh yeah you know just fyi because uh, you know he's big into it he's he's helping out with a huge i was like it's got i you know I, I got a bit of the fever on this thing and i i went and you know swept the floor and got i'm up to 10 now so i'm in the dao he's like oh he's like well everyone that's in the in there gets a free pack so here you go. So oh, shit. I, and I had no idea. Yeah. Huh. And I think you have until Wednesday to do it. No way. Yep. So if you do that and then you got to go kind of like Zilla's, you know, you, you go to like the Zilla Pass thing. Yep. Uh, the updated maybe. Zilla Pass. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Well, 
uh, Frack is doing it for punks as well. So it's the same kind of thing. You go there, you log your wallet in, just like bing, you, you tie it to Discord until it figures out how many you got. Oh, no what way. Levels, yeah, yeah, what levels you, you, you line up for. And um, if you get access to the DAO, then you let them know and bang, get a, get a free pack. Oh, cool. Did not know that. See? I learn, I learn something new every day. It's a good day then. <laughs> it is. So last episode, can we talk about last episode? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you know, I had a great time. I think Rob had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. And I, and I think now we're up to ones and twos have been slowly watching. I think you should leave and, and telling me all about it. <laughs> Yeah, which which warms URP, my heart. URP sushi. URP sushi. Somebody else I missed. You, you gave it a try. You did I, give it a try. Yeah, I need to. I think I need to start with season one. Somehow I go on to it, and it brought me right to season two. I didn't even know. Sure, but. sure. So that was nice. But then, you know, we were talking about like old Nickelodeon shows. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so, anyways, it got me thinking. Are you familiar with the FW de Clerk effect? Absolutely not. So, like, F.W. de Klerk was, like, the president of South Africa, and everyone thinks, like, some people think, like, he was in jail, and then, but no, he was the president, and he won the Nobel Peace Prize. And it gets mixed up. So, anyways, <clears throat> there was a show on Nickelodeon, uh, Double Dare. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, that I remember. Yeah, with Mark Summers. So, anyways, I, yep. was, looking that, I was looking that up. And Mark is spelled M-A-R-C. I could have sworn it was M-A-R-K. Hmm. So I agree uh, with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's like one of these F.W. de Klerk effects um, <laughs> that people talk about all the time. So I thought I thought that was strange. So I could have sworn it was M-A-R-K. Hmm. Then also, URP episode continues to dominate in syndication. <laughs> We'll Unbelievable! Say, if we had him every week, this this would be a very high highly rated thing. <laughs> tell, you, tell you that. Shout out to the URP downloaders. Wow. So yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Well, I don't know about all that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but this week, you know, this week was actually a groundbreaking week in one aspect. There's been a lot of chatter that I've heard of, you know, people wanting to do like cross chain uh, collaborations and things like that, you know, CCCs, CCCs. And um, this week we actually had Milo uh, from Thetaverse community, actually Thetaverse team. He he's friends with, Los Malandros creator from Ethereum. It's an Ethereum project. And these guys put together a poker game. And the winners, there, so there was a bunch of different projects involved. It was Los Malandros, which is on Ethereum, uh, was the first place prize. Second place prize was our very own Thetaverse. Third, third place was Creatures from Soul. Then it was Claw Machine from Ethereum. Divas from Ethereum. Celestial X from Tezos and TZ Raffles from Tezos. So all these projects got together and they put these prizes into the into a pot. And I think there was 126 people, right? Right. Something I, around I, there. I took part. I took part. Yeah, there was 
130 or so. Yeah. And it was free to enter and all, and you know, basically winner wins these NFTs that were given by the the projects. I thought that was awesome. And you I I didn't have a chance to participate, but you did, right? I did. So what what did you think about that? No, it was cool. I forgot. I don't like to play I always usually stay away from poker. Sure. Um, you know, with nothing, with no money involved. It actually right, exactly. It's kind of fun. Um, yeah. At, which is usually counterintuitive because it's like, hey, do you want to be in a fantasy football league? Well, the answer is no. Okay, well, what if I told you there's no money? Also no. <laughs> <Usually>. <laughs> at least yeah. fantasy baseball for sure. My God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's a chore. <laughs> that's a chore. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I did it. Uh, I was at a table with uh, your boy, uh, Will, too blaze oh uh, nice for a bit and then he got bounced because he got reassessed to a different table but okay. uh, but yeah no i had i had fun while while I'm, i was, was in yeah it. i mean it's it's one of those things that's been talked about quite a bit with within some of the different communities and it seems like you know milo just like off of a whim he's like what do you think of this and then bang like two days two days later he's like oh the game's tonight so i thought that was really cool and the winner of this whole thing was actually a representative of the Thetaverse community, uh, S. Steven. So congratulations to him. He won a Los Melandros. Uh, yep, let's hear it from him. And, you know, for a while there, he so he got down to the, it was the last two, and he was a big-time underdog. And I think he got all in like three or four times in a row just to get the chip lead and won each time. And then... And then got it all in again uh, in one at the end. So as much as he probably wanted to win the Thetaverse, fuse the Guardian. <laughs> right. I think it was awesome that we got somebody that wasn't a part of the project to win a Theta Drop project. Because now they got to come on Theta Drop in order to get it. Because guess what? You can't get the NFTs off Theta Drop yet. <laughs> right. Right. So. I mean, in, I a, few, awesome. in a few weeks, though. Yeah. A hundred days in a few weeks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Thetaverse, this coming Friday, it's a pretty big Friday. We're going to be dubbing that Inferno Fuse Friday. Oh my God. Is it almost? Oh my God. It's all right. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So that one's coming up soon. There's going to be, I believe that there's 48 coming out as long as people don't get silly between now and, and next Friday. So we'll see how that goes. Please and get then, silly, people. Get silly. <laughs> Lower those numbers. Um, and But then after that, it gets really interesting because the, I think the biggest one is next, the Collision Prime on October 15th. So you're going to have a lot of people buzzing about that one. Should be, should be pretty cool. Um, no, I did – go ahead. Real question real quick. I haven't checked prices lately. Are they staying pretty steady on after some of these challenges that have finished yeah. the ones that are on the market for the Simbies? Yeah, I think I think for the most part there hasn't really been too much movement. You know, there was there was that big flurry leading up into the beginning of this on August first, which feels like forever ago now. Right. But then ever since then it's been it's been real slow, which is kind of what we expected. You know, everyone is basically like like a squirrel before winter. We gathered all of our our acorns. <laughs> Well, and two, some of these, right? Because the fuses are still kind of locked up because of yeah, the exactly. Inferno, right? Because that's four yeah. fuses. Inferno's right? for four fuses, yep. Yeah, and then so some I, of the fuses stay locked up because the Oracle is last and you need all of each four of them. 
yep. of the of the vaults. Right. Exactly. So so yeah, so that makes that makes sense. And then also the the fact that we're people are gonna have to decide then people that have those rules that earn the NFTs for free, right? They're gonna have to decide if they're gonna want to burn them or stake exactly. them. Exactly. Right. Yeah, well you, well, there's gonna come a chance to earn some of these VROAs in another round by burning the NFTs needed for it. So People are going to have some decisions to make. We'll see what happens. It should be should be pretty interesting. Yeah, and just real quick. So let's say let's say you had, let's say you had eight fuses, right? And you got the what was that VROA? That was a Thetaverse fuse. The Thetaverse fuse. Yeah. So if you burn eight, you theoretically get a Thetaverse fuse, but you don't get two Infernos though, two, right? You do not. No, you get one Thetaverse fuse. Exactly. Yeah, the game is changing. Yeah, right. this was this was a big thank you to the early investors, the community members that got involved in Discord. So yeah, this was huge. The humble people like me and you. That's exactly right. Okay, cool. Good to hear. Yeah, but there was also a little bit of uh, pineapple news, like not really news, but <laughs> you know, we got we got a little peek. We we occasionally get peeks <laughs> behind the curtain here. So you know, a lot of people are saying still nothing's going on, this and that. Well, I mean, I know that that's not true. I haven't had a, a, a look at anything like officially being set up, but I did notice that our boy uh, Matchstick, I mean uh, Macastic, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, what was it? Macastic. Ma- oh, there you go. There, Macastic. <laughs> you know, he's been he's been hard at work with that Pina Collider that was used a, about a month ago now, right? For the for the in the Pine Games. Oh yeah, that was. I- That was a blur, right? Yeah, that was a while back. So he posted a little snippet of it, and I noticed that it was the alien versus (laughs) versus uh, a weaponless Magnum pineapple. But James's alien extraterrestrial, yeah, exactly the extraterrestrial. Sure, and uh, you know he's got it now, so it's like you know these guys are attacking each other with weapons, and I didn't realize Mags had a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what that was? I did. I did. Why don't you just uh, he, uh, tell so, everyone? Yeah, so Mags attacked the extraterrestrial and caused one damage with his humbleness. <laughs> 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 and then the, then the ET came back and just smothered him with like 24 damage with, with I don't even know what it was. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're beating that guy with your humbleness. Sorry. Yeah, it was he did his Xeno tail lance did 25 damage to me. But I go. did one. I did one humble point to him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe one humble point should be worth like a hundred damage. You know, because that can really take you, to tear you down. Yeah, there's got to be some kind right. of humbleness multiplier or, or some something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> way, <laughs> way too soon. Right. Yeah. So I think other than that, you know, I had this very strange uh, re- general Dole reached out to me. He's like, Recently? hey, Popper. Yeah, he's like, hey, Popper, you got a hundred bucks? <laughs> what do you need a hundred bucks for? He's like, Mags took a hundred dollars from me. What is, he, what is he talking about? Okay, okay, okay. So I <laughs> I told you I, I, I met up with the general. He flew in and yeah. um, we, we ate at that avian-themed restaurant. Yeah, after he busted chops about the pools in the, in the northeast. But now you can't even get in the pool anymore. It's right, forty nine degrees out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So I I totally forgot about this. So I think one of the first things I said to him is, "Did you get that general dull bust 
done yet. So like he posted, and we've talked about this before. We posted back in March. Yeah, uh, I was going to say he, this goes way back. He posted back in March that I forget the name of it. I forget the name of the uh, place, and uh, it showed like it, it had the mold. It wasn't painted yet. We haven't seen what it's going to look like. And uh, we asked him when he was on the Pinecast if he got that back, and he's like, "No." He goes, "I owe <laughs> this guy a hundred bucks still, and I just got to get it to him. And I don't use PayPal or whatever." So I well, so he thought that he thought that we were like the collection agency for this guy. <laughs> that he, well, the, that yeah. we turned out to be because <laughs> I said I go. He goes. I I just need a. I just need to send him a hundred dollars on PayPal. But I don't have PayPal. I'm not getting PayPal. I have Venmo. Uh, I, I I can't do it. And I go. I go. Give me a hundred bucks. I go. Do you have a hundred bucks? He says, Yeah. He pulls it out. I grab it and I go. Who the hell do I have to send this to? <laughs> and we got the he he messaged the guy he goes hey he's like hey sorry about this i forgot to let you all i forgot <laughs> to let you know i totally i got super busy and i forgot about it where do i need to send a hundred dollars to i got somebody who's going to send it to me uh now and so they he's they sent it i got the info i got the email and i i, I sent the paypal as the kids call it uh over yep. to him and i uh walked out with a crisp uh hundo he, he was going <laughs> with straight freaking ben ben franklin's going to a fishing trip with hundo <laughs> yeah yeah what kind of so, fishing trip is that i don't know i don't know Jeez. but uh ben franklin we're old friends i haven't seen him in years <laughs> but i so oh, so this is like what three four weeks ago or something yeah and he should have it by now where the hell is it yeah, General, I don't know. Who the hell is it? General, come on. <laughs> so, so um, he's probably not going to post it until somebody informs him that this was discussed. <laughs> so, everyone who does listen, please reach out to the general and say, "Hey, where is the general Dill bust? Uh, why isn't that well, posted on Twitter?" Maybe it's going to get sent to you because they got your address from PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely don't have that. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, so I, well, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, that's funny. So, did anything else happen this weekend you want to talk about? No, no, no. yeah. No. Well, Mags, you know, good time as always. Pretty, pretty, uh, different kind of interview we had this week, though, huh? Yes, very different. And you know, you don't have the chops of the Theta Zilla Club ASMR fan club, but um, you don't have <laughs> you got a good voice, you don't have. The Thetazilla ASMR voice. But you know what? I said, you know what, Sheriff? I want you to take this interview. And um, I, hung, <laughs> I I let you do all the heavy lifting while I was in learning mode. So You did feed me some questions, though. I appreciate that. You got it, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, we, uh, you know, we're not part of the Thedo ecosystem. But not even we close. did. We're not even close, but we did get someone that will be a part of the Theta ecosystem on the second MetaChain partner that was announced. The second interview they've done on a podcast. Second podcast interview, our first. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adrian from Trueverse uh, was very cool, and that interview is coming up after. These messages 
This week's episode is brought to you by Rewarded.tv. What other place can you go to earn crypto as you walk and stream TV? Wait, you can earn crypto? You can earn crypto. It's called the R-Play token, my man. R-Play? Didn't we have guests on previously that talked about this? We did. Christian Dan, our boys from Imagine Replay. Oh, cool. So they're finally out. They're finally out. The official token drop happened, and you make an account on Rewarded.tv, link it to your email address, start watching and earning. It's as easy as that. Oh, that sounds great. Can I get off this call with you now and start earning? You can do that right now at rewarded.tv. This week's episode is brought to you by ThetaCon 2022. What's better than spending a winter weekend in Florida? How about spending a winter weekend in Florida with a bunch of awesome people from the Theta community? December 2nd to the 4th at La Meridian in Fort Lauderdale. Tickets on sale now. The link for tickets and a lot more information can be found at ThetaCon.org. And honestly, $999 for the all-inclusive ticket is quite a deal. Comes with two nights stay, a conference ticket, and $250 for on-premise food and drinks. I hope to see you there and as mags always says that's from the both of us papa max podcast all right guys we have a, a real special guest here with us tonight um i don't know if you guys saw the medium article a few weeks ago at this point the theta meta chain's second partner that was announced the first metaverse announced we have with us adrian from trueverse.io adrian pleasure to have you with us thank you so much guys for having me on thank you super excited yeah same here you know this is this is great you know a big part of the reason why me and mags kind of stepped into this space was to learn about projects like yours and others that we didn't really know about and, you know, kind of get a little handle on, you know, our community. So we're really looking forward to, to learning about this one. Yeah, I know. Totally. Super excited to share more stuff. So you got Trueverse. And from what I've gathered, been dubbed the world's first men's editorial platform, virtually reimagined. So, yeah. are we, I mean, just kind of from looking over this a little bit, it seems to me like, is this kind of like a men's magazine, like into a metaverse type of atmosphere kind of thing? You got it. You totally got it. I think the time to reinvent and reimagine men's editorial has arrived. And, and I think there's no better way to reimagine the men's editorial world, publishing world, and, and recreate it in the metaverse. For so, so many reasons where we are today in the world, um, you know, one of, the, one of the drivers for coming up with this inspiration and, and me having really looking into listening to tons of conversation um, that guys are having across so many platforms, so many fragmented platforms truly gave me inspiration and, and, and allow me to see a huge void in the marketplace, especially when it comes to content and publishing. I've been in media for, for quite some time, for about 20 years in media and advertising. And I think, you know, like anything else, everything needs a refresh in life. And, and I think this is the moment in time to completely reimagine men's editorial. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the video of the metaverse, it's very sharp looking. I mean, it looks really well put together. I'm almost imagining that this is almost like a, a virtual kind of like a trade show 
Is that? Yeah, well, kind of, sort of. But the idea is here to to create what you've seen on you know on our website on our landing page. It's basically the beginning of it. It's we have created three different environments, and this is just to start. You know, we are a startup company um, right now, and uh, so we're building out this amazing Scandinavian spire home on a mountainside. And uh, what we want to do is we want to create this space and environment for male audiences to have conversations of importance that affect you know, their daily life and build our community. But we wanna do it in an environment that feels you know, obviously open and safe for everybody. And, and at the same time, you know, one of the things that the metaverse does, it's by creating specific spaces that sort of align with our editorial vision, provide a lot of intimacy and um, for communities to be built out and to have, you know, real conversations in a way that people feel um, not only safe, but at the same time open. And then, you know, one of the good things about the, the metaverse as it is today, you know, we, who knows what it's going to look like a year from today or five years from today, but it does provide that opportunity sometimes to be anonymous, right? To have a different personality, even though, you know, a lot of the conversations are saying, well, you have to be pretty much the same person that you are in the physical world. But the reality is the way we are envisioning this is for people to, you know, sometimes we guys have a hard time having conversations about whether it's mental health or relationships and stuff like that. And sort of finding that space in, in like-minded communities, um, you know, sometimes being able to not to showcase your name and learn and get, get great information could be so beneficial. So we want to create that environment in this world that we're creating. As I said, we're starting starting out with three environments, but the idea ultimately is to to have hundreds or thousands of environments um, to to be able to host not only community members, but at the same time to build more content that is you know addresses different topics. Can you remind me again what the three, I, I remember seeing it. So you had, well, there was one that was like on the rooftop and then there was one that was like the living space. And then there was the one in the garage that was like playtime. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. But the, the reality is that the way this is going to work is the sort of the top level that you see on the website where you see a swimming pool. Um, there is a Zen garden where people can actually meditate and, and you know, talk about issues related to self-care. That's basically, so each sort of uh, content topic aligns with a different environment. Then if you go to the main living space where obviously you have a kitchen, you have a living room, um, uh, you have a bedroom, bathroom and showers and things like that, uh, you know, we are aligning once again topics with each of the environments within that, for instance, that living environment. So for instance, when you are in the kitchen, you know, there could be, there's going to be a lot of content related to nutrition, food, um, you know, all the things that sort of connect you to an environment of the kitchen, right, for a daily basis. Um, you know, there's a lot of, everything goes back to sort of self-care and elevating the quality of life of people and improving the, the, the quality of life of people. And, uh, and so each environment will represent a content vertical. If you are in the sort of living room, this is when you can gather with your friends, host a, you know, a viewing party, whether it's content, football, whatever, you, whatever kind of content you, you want, you'll be able to host different sort of private events uh, where you see the walls and furniture. You know, if you're, you know, if you need to put together your, your apartment or your home and you want to learn about specific furniture and design, 
we provide basically practical knowledge, right? So every time you interact in different environments, there's tons of content, video-based, text-based, audio-based, NFT-based content, and you can unlock so many things. And this is a combination of practical knowledge and solutions-driven content so that our communities, our users can actually address and learn and, and, and get information so they can address personal problems or community issues. That's, that's the idea. The idea is to sort of, you know, we're in this world, we want to shift from opinion content creation or opinion journalism, if you will. Um, we want to start providing, focusing in on solutions. I think that from a, from a philosophy perspective, we need more solutions um, that people can actually benefit from. Yeah. So you mentioned something that, you know, we're big into as two talking pineapples here, uh, NFTs. So I did, yeah. I did notice that you had something of, you know, mentioned about that on the website. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit more about that? Are these NFTs that are going to be minted like within the Thetaverse, within the, the Trueverse, or are they going to be redeemable kind of things where you, you, you know, you purchase something in the, in the Trueverse and then it, you know, it's actually something that you can redeem in, in, in real life or, or what kind and, of. Yeah. I will say the latter, right? The idea is to focus on not only on collectibles, but at the same time, utility NFTs. As part of our solutions-driven, you know, practical knowledge, we do want to connect people to real-life experiences or experiences that give you tons of utility so that can help you, um, you know, sort of address a solution to a problem. And just to be much more specific, it's, it's basically, let's say that, um, and, and again, departing from, as I said, a digital, you know, purely digital collectible NFT with tons of benefits and utility, um, if you want to, um, you're on the third level and you come across a, 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 a NFT uh, related to um, mental health or meditation or things like that, we will connect you to have an experience, whether it's at a, you know, to take a, to do a yoga class or to be part of a, to take coaching section, I'm um, sorry, sessions and, and uh, anything that will help you related to that top topic that uh, from a content vertical perspective, but at the same time to provide much more utility to the community besides obviously the uh, collectible, the actual art they will create. Right. So are these, I guess, uh, um, are there, so these are just going to be um, transacted right on the right. troopers. Correct. Interesting. That's, that's the idea. That's the idea. We, we're okay. not there yet. We're, so we're launching our MVP in October. We're actually users. You guys will be able to, to get into these actual troopers and experience it. And that, but that, that, that's, that's the idea. So I got to be honest with you. I really have very little understanding of how a metaverse works, mm -hmm. um, you know, with like the virtual reality, especially. Is it going to be like some kind of an app? That we go that you go to or is it a, just a website that you connect vr to somehow like how how does this work yeah so the the way we're building out troopers is you don't need to have a set of uh, virtual reality goggles or devices you can is basically all you have to have is a browser access to a browser uh, we do want to make sure that that audiences benefit from information and practical knowledge right from the start so you don't need to have a set of goggles. You don't need to invest in that. It's all 
uh, cloud-based virtual reality, basically. And it's high fidelity. Um, one of the things that you kind of noted at the very beginning, we do want to provide an experience that, that is super realistic, photorealistic, that looks as close as possible to real life. Um, and then there will be an application for sure. But the, the very beginning is you'll be able to, all you have to do is, you know, open your browser, sign up and pick and choose your avatar and you're in it. Okay. So now I did also notice on your site, it said solution driven storytelling. Yep. What do you, what do you mean by that? <clears throat> yeah. So one of the things is we are inspired by this um, school of journalism, which is solutions journalism. And what that means is providing tools and practical knowledge to people so that they can solve their problems. So we, we focus more on the information um, when we tell stories, whether once again it's a video story or a written story or audio story, it doesn't matter. It's all about teaching people about a, a particular specific topic. It's more about providing uh, ways or information that would help you as a user solve a particular problem. Or for instance, there's not, once again, we're trying to deviate from opinion. We want to provide as many facts as possible um, in the sort of content and storytelling we provide. And we want to provide information driven story, to, sorry, information more like if you're, let's say if you're a brand, right? Because brands will be able to tell their stories as well. And instead of like pushing out a, a, a piece of content or a piece of advertisement, which, you know, sort of web to, we're going to be focusing in on learn about the product. This is an opportunity for a brand to tell their story, but from a product perspective and from a solution that the product provides to the consumer. So not only that's from sort of a branded storytelling, but when it comes to the content, the editorial that we're looking to create has the same idea to be able to provide very straightforward information that, that tells you how you can solve a problem to be as subjective as possible. That's the idea. And okay. with a combination, by the way, it's not just you know, our telling, ourselves telling the story. We do want to maintain a, a level of you know, editorial, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, escaping my mind right now. We, we want to man, uh, maintain, uh, preserve editorial sort of storytelling, but at the same time, because we have an, you know, an ultimate goal, we are purpose-driven. Um, the word that I was looking for is editorial integrity. Um, gotcha. Yep. <laughs> so we also want to have a combination of our editorial, but at the same time, community-driven editorial as well. To be able, we want the community to be able to tell the stories. And that, as I said, those stories could be, you know, text-based, NFT-based stories, could be anything. So, so when someone's in, like, you know, we visit the Trueverse, mm -hmm. and we're just, uh, you know, I'm in the kitchen, you know, and I'm looking. Mm -hmm. Is there is there actually like personal interaction with representatives of like brands there or like cooking like some kind of like cooking help there? Is it or is it more like media that's like been prepared and is there for consumption? So two things. First, as you know, we're moving from scrolling to strolling in the metaverse, right? The way we'll consume content. <laughs> so you're you're going to. The way you, as a user, you are in control, right? So as you stroll in an environment, a virtual environment, 
you're going to be uncovering and discovering by, you know, clicking on different objects or interactables, like, you know, sort of the gaming world. And uh, as you click and, um, you know, click on different objects or interactables, you'll be able to, that, there'll be pop-ups that, that will give you different types of content. And that content could be video content, as I said, audio text, NFTs, anything you can possibly imagine. But the, we also have, when it comes to, let's say, the way we are going to be working with brands is not so much about placing a piece of advertisement as we know it in, you know, in the Web2 world. And the idea is to place uh, digital assets, digital products, not that not only that you can interact with as part of the natural environment that you're in, but at the same time, you can actually discover things, discover cool stuff discover cool products and services there are place in all these environments. And, um, and not only you'll be able to, you know, obviously interact with digital assets as in products, right? Digital uh, versions of physical products, but at the same time, you'll be able to, um, you know, there will be simulation, for instance, in the garage, you'll see cars right there. And uh, it's if you want to, get inside the car and and you want to check out the different features of a newly released model you can definitely do that and from there oh, you'll wow. be able to book a test drive or whatever so the idea is to get you to experience products from so many perspectives first and foremost that you are in charge of what products you want to engage with and then you can you know research it before the product gets released. That's the idea there, you know, we obviously, we want to work with exclusivity to make things a little more ex, ex, um, exciting for, for people. But the most important is, again, to give power to the, to the user, to discover things at their own leisure, take their own time. And then the content that you get when you click on these um, interactables, you know, they are here to teach you, to teach you, about usage of products, to about, about their utility, um, to, you know, if it is a design piece, you do want to know who is the designer behind it, right? So it has educational components. So we're looking at right now launching with um, 10 content verticals, right? Like self-care ideas, ideas focuses on education, uh, sustainability, um, you know, within self-care, nutrition, grooming, I mean, it just goes on and on and on, but we do want to make sure that we are filling, and this is, again, one of the reasons why we launched um, uh, Trueverse is there are so many things when it comes to media and entertainment that are not being addressed when it comes to male audiences. When it comes to male audiences, if you're a brand and you want to reach male audiences, you go in two directions. You go in the direction of sports yep. or gaming. If you're, <laughs> trying to, if you're trying to reach a younger audience. By the way, nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I do believe that male audiences were way more than that. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, so, we're here to fill that gap. <laughs> yeah. Now, you mentioned it. I was just about to ask you this next. Um, I noticed on, on your site a lot, it says style and sustainability. And obviously, I understand style um, as far as the, like, um, you know, a men's health kind of magazine would go. But what do you mean by sustainability? Is that like mental health? It's, it's both. It's mental health, but at the same time, we're envisioning, and I can't tell you about all, you know, reveal my our secret sauce. Understood. <laughs> but, Understood. But the, we're, we're not but, looking for that. <laughs> but the idea is also, you know, sustainability, especially for younger demographics, um, and not just younger, but we all should be sort of concerned about, you know, 
about building a sustainable world. And so, okay. what, um, what, right. so creating environments, yep. right? <laughs> Nature environments as also as a content vertical, right? And category where, where, you know, the community and users will be able not only to have conversations related to sustainability, but at the same time interact with NFTs that power utility to, to make our world much more sustainable as well as a content category. And I'm going to okay. leave it right there. <laughs> Un understood. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to, we're not trying to step where, where we're not supposed to go here. So if we do, if we do aim that way, you know, just, just bring us back. Yeah. But again, um, that's one, one of the many things that in terms of content categories that we're focusing in on. I um, mean, you know, it's very interesting. One of the things that I, that I wanted to do is sort of steer away uh, from traditional sports um, uh, because it's just so stereotypical, right? Um, and, and there is so many, you know, A lot of coverage for it everywhere. Yeah. Tons, of, tons of coverage. And, you know, we have to think of also of the next generations uh, um, who are basically, um, or, you know, Web3 natives. And, and right. uh, so we have to be in tune with, with even, you know, what male audiences, diverse male audiences are interested in. And not necessarily, not everyone fits under that sort of one world, if you will. That's, that's kind of the idea for Trueverse. Okay. So I want to rewind a little bit to something you had said earlier. Basically how it's like, it's almost easier for some people in an anonymous fashion to open up to complete strangers, you know, because you basically have, as one of Mags's favorite of all time characters say, a fresh start. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're you're in you're in the the true verse now. You got a fresh start. You don't have the baggage of high school and everything else, like whatever else happened previous in your life, hanging with you. But now you are an avatar that no one knows other than your name. So it, it does seem like in that kind of an environment, it is a little bit easier to open up and to kind of be true to yourself. And I found one of your articles that you wrote pretty um, eye-opening on that, where you mentioned like gamers, um, especially since COVID, even before COVID, you know, a lot of these younger kids were, you know, basically real life has made a big change, right? It's all online versus, you know, climbing trees and throwing rocks and stuff but gamers and then but it was also said like the elderly were you know they were very cut off too so i was curious like i know you said this is the first building are there future buildings where you know other demographics are coming into play here in, in a similar kind of nature the the our, our target audience is 18 and over and it spans across all different generations and what i mean by that you know, Gen Zers, Millennials, and Gen Xers. And I will say anyone that can benefit from this environment. It's, it's you know, so crucial right now and even for the future as, you know, we're, you know, there are different countries and communities that are building, basically they're about to replicate entire cities in the metaverse, right? So we need to start creating those environments for people who are lonely, um, people who are basically almost wired <laughs> to be metaverses, right? For people who yeah. want to involve, uh, you know, there's so much power and this is that we always, we never talk about. And when I say we never talk about openly, there's so much power in cross-generational relationships.
You know, Absolutely. we are, you know, I'm, I'm, and, and we can all benefit. We can, you know, you're a younger guy. You can benefit from hearing something from somebody who is older than you, more experienced than you. And those are things that unfortunately, you know, in, in our societies, we, we, you know, we get divided into so many things. And, and I find that to be very unfortunate personally. Um, but this notion that, um, you know, even separating people by ages and, and generations is almost like, oh, I can't talk to you because you are too old or because mm -hmm. you are too young. I, I just, in my head is unconceivable because there's so much power of, of bringing uh, generations together because bringing generations together is all about not only empowerment, but it's about knowledge sharing. And one of the things that we see today is a tremendous lack of knowledge, knowledge of history, knowledge of past. And, uh, and I think that's, that's just, it can be good for society, by the way. And I'm not just talking about, in this case, male audiences. It yeah. can be anybody. We all need, to, you know, we have so many resources as communities and we need to stop sort of living in silos, right? And, and, and yeah. let's, let's start tapping into our resources. Our resources are infinite and uh, anybody could be a resource for anything. And, yeah, and, and so, a lot of times in my, in, you know, I've been in a situation where it's like I'm um, tasked to try to like try to help somebody else out uh, with something, and then it turns out like I'm being helped just as much by something that they're going through. So these things are mutually beneficial too. It's not just elderly helping younger. Like the younger can also help the elderly. Like this is all you know. It's all tied together here. It, it totally is. It's full circle. Um, life is for a full circle, right? <laughs> so. I think we have to start providing, again, creating that space to, for those connections, for those cross-generational connections. I, I, I think it's, there's tons of utility. Everything in, in this points, points back to utility. And utility can take many forms and shapes. Absolutely. So we, we got to know, you know, you guys are the second partner for the MetaChain. How, how did that partnership come about to going from 20 years in media to now being <laughs> a, a metaverse partnered with Theta. Yeah. Oh, well, so let, let me just take a few steps back. I've, you know, one of the things I've been in digital media for, you know, since, and I'm, I'm going to age my, myself here in front of the audience, but I, I was one of those kids um, back in San Francisco, like teaching myself and, you know, sort of the, the moment when the internet had, you know, the, the very first break, I was one of those kids in San Francisco teaching myself how to do HTML coding and started building advertising campaigns and Photoshop and, and, and animations and flash, <laughs> which probably doesn't exist anymore. And, um, but that, that's where I really started in terms of my, my career and, and really, really diving into innovation and digital innovation. And, you know, I, I'm in for the generation where I, I can't say that I'm a heavy gamer by any means, but I, yes, I, I started gaming also when I was a teenager, actually. Yeah. Um, no, not exciting games like we have right now, but yeah, right. <laughs> they were exciting enough for, for, for at for the me. time they were exciting. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the time they were just like the, the best thing possible. 
out there. Anyway, so fast forward, you know, I had the opportunity to work for different companies. It's always focused on digital marketing or digital storytelling and advertising. You know, I worked for, for biotech, which even though I have, I have no science background, I worked for a e- big e-commerce company that everybody shops at. And then, <laughs> and then moved from San Francisco <laughs> after graduate school. I moved from San Francisco to New York and started working for NBC Universal. I don't know if you ever heard of that company. And um, <laughs> I think yeah. once or twice. Oh. Well, yeah, maybe a couple times. A <laughs> couple times. And, um, you know, amazing experience in that, you know, for me, I learned so much of working directly with the biggest brands. And Were and you like, have- right in Rock Center? I was actually, it's funny you say that. Yes, I was there for, for almost seven years. And, um, it, and one of the things, you know, when media organizations, legacy media organizations were making their transition from sort of a TV-centric or cable-centric advertising solutions and opportunities, I was one of the persons hires to, hired to, to sort of start driving on the M- NBC slash Telemundo portfolio to start building out the sort of the digital advertising opportunities across all the platforms. And, and, and it was just an amazing, fantastic journey for me and gave me the opportunity to work with Fortune 500 brands, work with content creators as a meaning original programming, uh, monetize those properties, building out the ideas, executing the ideas, um, you know, uh, working with research, my God, I, I had the opportunity to touch so many amazing things. And, and then after that, I moved back to San Francisco, worked for a few startup companies, again, monetizing their digital content on YouTube, on digital networks, ad networks, and so on. And then I decided to, to you know, I partnered with Lisa Cavalli, which I'm sure you guys heard her on one of the podcasts recently, an amazing partner. She has a, such a strong uh, background in the publishing world. And um, so I wanted to partner with somebody who was also came from publishing a great storyteller with and my background in content and media and advertising monetization through storytelling. I thought that we were the sort of the, the, the perfect uh, match, if you will. Uh, how did I connect with Theta? <laughs> so I the million dollar uh, question, yeah. The million dollar <laughs> questions. I'm getting there, and um, so I met Andrea Berry, which is the head of business development. When Friend she, of the podcast. I of course uh, we <laughs> love Andrea. She is brilliant, and um, it's it's a complete delight to work with her. And uh, so I met Andrea when she used to work for Vimeo. Um, and I was working for another media company. Anyway, long story short, we, you know, we both realized that we were on, on Web3. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always like thinking ahead. I, I'm, I'm a person that, you know, I'm very passionate. Um, I'm looking always, I love technology, but always within the realm of media and entertainment and advertising. And that's one of the things is that it's such a huge passion for me and such a driver to to start creating and challenging, you know, the status quo, if you will. And um, so I'm known for that <laughs> in the industry. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and <laughs> hence, hence, I'm reinventing or reimagining the, uh, the world of men's editorial. Yeah. So, and so one of the things is as I'm building out, by the way, I've been educating myself on sort of in the web industry, web three industry and, and, and blockchain industry and learning, right? I've been doing this for, for about a year or so. Um, so I'm, I will not consider myself a veteran, but I am able to sort of really identify holes in the marketplace and, and find sort of solutions to, to problems in the marketplace. And as I, at least as it relates to the world of media and entertainment and so on and so forth. So I wanted to partner 
with a blockchain network that that not only super strong when it comes to media and entertainment, but that they're building truly the next uh, you know meta chain for this industry to power our video um, content NFT marketplace and and other Web three infrastructure and 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 you know once I I read the white paper uh, for Mainnet four and I was just, I'm like, this is just brilliant. And then when I started to uncover the community, uh, the Theta community, you guys, basically, it's just like, okay, <laughs> this is it. What else oh, do I need? I, what else did I need to be convinced? Uh, so I, you know, as I'm, you know, I'm learning every day. We're learning every single day, to be honest with you. I don't think there's anybody who is an expert in the metaverse even per se, but the reality is I'm truly seeing the power even more than ever of the power of community, the passion behind, um, you know, artists, NFT artists or content creators. And again, you know, the, the, the metaverse does give you the opportunity to not only from a decentralization and monetization perspective, but it does give people the opportunity to tell the stories, to share their crafts, uh, whether yeah. it's artwork or music. I mean, you just name it. And, and once again, I, I, I thought, and I think that Theta, it's the right partner for us, especially because of their focus on media and entertainment and video content delivery. And all yeah. of they're, they're yeah. coming, but I can tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I figured, there, I figured there was plenty that we wouldn't be able to, to find out. And, and don't um, worry, we'd have, we'd have to cut it out anyway, though. So we're, we're good at that. <laughs> yeah. Once or twice we've had to do that. <laughs> um, and Theta is actually also big on sustainability as well, right? They're the green chain yeah. too. So yeah. that's, that fits right in as well. Yeah, it, it, I think it has to do also with values and philosophy, if you will. And, and as I mentioned before, this is a purpose-driven project. And for me, it's a legacy project. Um, and I'm, I don't want to get sad of things, but I, it is a true <laughs> legacy project for me. Um, I do, it, it gets to a point in your life, in your career where, um, you know, you are part of an industry that um, has so much power to shape people's opinion, opinions on life and have so much influence. And, and the way I look at this is uh, we have to build a better world. We really do. I, I, I just, yeah. I don't see it yeah. any other way. And, and for me, from what I do, from where I sit, this is what I can do. And I definitely want to do more. But again, I don't want to do this by myself or just with another partner. I look at community and collaboration as the only way. So that's truly the, the, the inspiration for this. We, we, have to, we have to positively impact people's life. We have to. We just have to. Absolutely. So I know that, you know, talk about community. It's like, you know, I feel like the theta community is a really kind of close community there's a lot of good people there we, mm -hmm. you know we've we got we got people that you know we got people acting like brothers you know and and yeah. things, <laughs> things like that natural but you know within within some of the actual like nft communities mm -hmm. i mean they're just really strong you know it's like the the pineapples community is incredibly strong there's a few other communities and these and the people are really passionate and the thing with with theta is a lot of these communities overlap, right? Because Theta Drop, we're, it's really not that big of a of a marketplace. Open Theta really is not that big of a marketplace compared to Open Sea. 
Yeah. Uh, once you start getting into like if the Ethereum projects, it's like, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, a couple people that are in the same project, but now it's like, I know like 30 or 40 people that are in like three or four different projects of the same projects that I'm in. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of tight knit like that. So it is, it is pretty, uh, a great community. Um, it, it is. It and is. I see you kind of getting a little bit more involved in the community as well on Twitter. And I noticed, you know, you've, you've mentioned collabs before. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that there was a, a little uh, sneak peek at a possible collab coming <laughs> up with, with Max Theta. Yeah, yeah. We, we just had an amazing conversation. And, 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 and that's what I was saying, talking about earlier about sustainability as well. You know, Max Theta has such a, an amazing project and ideas that tie back to sustainability and sustainable living, uh, which, you know, they yeah. could be a potential collab. But I do want to collaborate, uh, would love to collaborate with so many, so many community members. You know, I can't wait to see pineapple art in the house. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, like amazing, amazing things there. I mean, there's so much we can do. It's just what, what I'm doing right now as part of the sort of, you know, we do have a very, I, we have a very specific vision, but at the same time, we're building up with community. And as I said, the moment we are able to, um, to start bringing people into our virtual environments, which I said is, you know, towards the end of October, we love to work very closely with the community, not only to get feedback, but also we want them to, to help us with the, you know, sort of the content, what kind of content they want to see. Uh, that they find, you know, beneficial uh, for the good of the community. That is so important to us. And, and that expands across the board. As I said, not only uh, from an NFT perspective, but I do want to focus on utility as well. So uh, on, the, on the actual, like in the Truverse, mm-hmm. is T-Fuel going to be uh, used? Or are you creating a token or, or how is that going to work? Well, the idea, the way we're envisioning this, you know, we're doing sort of baby steps, but a very fast baby steps. So um, right now we, we want to focus on testing the environments, start hosting events, uh, virtual events, and which we're going to be able to do as, um, you know, towards the end of October. And then, you know, in one of the phases of our roadmap is to, to open up the NFT marketplace, secondary marketplace, and then start, um, you know, people to, allowing people to transact with TFUEL. For sure. Yes. Okay, and, cool. and then our, you know, our token will be, you know, will come later on uh, as okay. you know, we grow as a company, for sure. Um, that, that's the idea. That's, 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 you know, in the roadmap. But right now we're, as I say, we're taking fast baby steps, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> gotcha. So the answer is both. It's T-fuel both. first it's, and okay. Exactly. Until we're able to, you know, we have to figure out the, the tokenomics of things and but yeah i think once again you know theta theta is just the right partner for all this for our web web, web3 infrastructure so i know you mentioned on the rooftop there's a swimming pool yeah i mean out of curiosity is there a hot tub up there uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh not yet but we can definitely add one see that's what we want for a community to tell us and you know that will come from a, a governance token what do you want to see <laughs> <laughs> the community is big with hot tubs for some reason. <laughs> well, there you go. So we'll we'll make it happen. Let's put it that way. Thank you for the feedback. We'll make it happen. 
Yeah, well, uh, we definitely need to get a 20 by 30 of Mags with his hat on in the hot tub. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll, we'll definitely do that. Not a problem. Hot tub is totally fine. <laughs> I, another thing that we're looking into building, what's coming, and I, I think you guys are going to like this. Um, you know, one of the next environments we're going to be building, it's going to be a, an auditorium where we, not only we can host, um, you know, showcase movie premieres, but at the same time. Oh, nice concerts and then people can host you know comedy stand-up comedy oh wow could be, could be you know audio podcast so we want to create the spaces for you know we just want to focus on things that you know we guys like yeah <laughs> could have a talent show exactly <laughs> right and and I mean, there's so much talent out there oh, now you mentioned talent by the way there's so much talent it's just so much untapped talent and and we do want to bring bring out the talent of, of the theta community as well so we're, we're just super excited you know to do this and 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 not only to talk to you guys but you know it's just to start building out that relationship with the community so by the way thank you for for hosting me here tonight. yeah absolutely it's our, it's been our pleasure um so it sounds like we can kind of get a a first sneak peek uh as early as next month Yes, absolutely. You you'll Ooh. be you, you'll be able to get into this you know into this um, house basically. Um, so we're gonna start hosting events, very also very intimate. You know, for about for fifty people each hour. We you know we would love to start working again with the community to see what kind of events they would like to have, what topics they would like to you know talk about and and gather, and not only start interacting with with content. But at the same time, with you know, with a community in a different way, because I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure, and this is probably you can tell me, you know, what is has beyond obviously Twitter and and Discord, how is the community interacting with one another? Yeah, that's uh, other than ThetaCon coming up. Yep, we'll be there. Oh, nice! <laughs> Great. All right, cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, most of it is definitely twitter and discord at the moment you know there's a lot of seems like there's a lot of metaverse building being done you know what i mean and and none of it is really prepared yet so once we kind of turn that corner it will be interesting to see what that phase looks like of actually hanging out in a metaverse with some of these guys and one of the projects that we're in is he's actually creating uh, a game, you know, a, you know, gamers we were talking about. So uh-huh. um, being able to share the gaming experience within the, like the theta community as well. So yeah, that's kind of what it's been limited to so far. ThetaCon for me will be the first kind of real life to interaction with a lot of these guys that now I've known for coming up on a year. And, you know, like you said, you, it's kind of a fresh start coming into this thing as a, an avatar so it's you know it's funny how you can make friends and i've never even met these guys <laughs> but i you know mm-hmm. you, you know them well so it's it's pretty cool yeah well you know we, we definitely can be the space for for the community to for you know for the community to to gather and you don't have to you don't have to wait for one year <laughs> <laughs> very cool we want to we we want the community to do that much more frequently for sure you got anything, Max? Uh, just a couple really lame things, if that's okay. I'm having trouble time picturing it until I can experience it. Kind of can't wait, but it would be nice to, it would it would be nice to kind of 
detract from Twitter and Discord a bit, I tell you that. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's very a arduous. nice serene environment. Yeah, would yeah. Be nice. yeah. And like you said, share fresh start, fresh start. <laughs> I <could> definitely <laughs> use one some other place. And then um, I I don't know, and I know you already kind of mentioned it. I don't know how how it how it is, but then again, you know, uh, people like well, me and Popper mm -hmm. are older. You're you know you're probably a bit older. Bringing the these different generations in is a good idea. I think it's a great idea, and because you're you're an avatar, you're you're alone. You don't have to actually interact in the real environment. I know that gives me. I know I get panic attacks at the grocery store. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I'm in line and something happens, and then do I jump the line? Do I not jump the line? Then the lady's thing, it like her tomatoes <laughs> pop out, and they got to pick up the tomatoes, and I'm like, oh my god, what the heck am I gonna do? And then I finally I finally get up there, and I obviously pick the wrong line. And then the the girl who's who's ringing me out, she's I'm like I'm just want to I just want to get out and get out. And then she, then she starts talking to me. And then it's like okay, then I'm gonna start talking to her. But I I don't want to. There's someone behind me. I want to kind of keep keep going. And there's just too much crazy stuff. Then people budge me in line. I I hate the grocery store. <laughs> um, <laughs> is what it is. And so many things, so many real life experiences just detract me from that. And I think probably because of COVID, there's a lot of that now. Um, yeah. And being an avatar nobody really knows who anyone is so you almost have that like like it's a real anonymous type thing and you get to and i know it's maybe kind of been said i know we talked about different metaverses before i forget what it was but like a mall but it's like what it's the stuff you want to see and and with other like-minded people that want to see the same thing or learn about the same thing and they could be all different ages uh so yeah i think that that's really intriguing uh right there yeah, I mean, one of the things that, you know, and, and I'm going to generalize right now, but especially when it comes to having conversations around, let's see, let's talk about anxiety, right? Which you kind of brought it up. And by the way, you just painted a picture. I, I felt that I was watching a a comedy, to be honest. Yeah, with you. exactly. I, I, visually saw, I visually saw you like dropping the tomatoes, trying to pick them up. <laughs> yeah so anyway but the, the reality is when it comes to you know again true versus from an editorial perspective we're going to talk about so many things it's not all about oh my god this is the place where we all come here and cry no that's that's not the idea you know there are so many subject matters here from an editorial perspective but going back to you know feel you know being anonymous and feeling anxiety and you know and the benefits of being anonymous especially when, let, let's say, there are topics that we're going to talk about in different events and experiences, and obviously they're going to be powered by experts and so on and so forth. But, you know, if we need to talk about anxiety, if we need to talk about, you know, depression and things like that, that we guys, unfortunately, wait when it's, you know, when it's too late to have those conversations, or we have no, no recourse, or we have no place to go for so many things, right, that whether it's like the way society has constructed us and, 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 and that, you know, we just don't have, we don't, we don't react to things until it's a little bit too late. And, you know, as you guys know, and this is not to get on this sort of negative Nancy train, if you will, uh, but, you know, a lot of young people are committing suicide, you know, for so many reasons and, and not just only younger people, but, you know, there are so many issues, and, and, and I think for, for, for guys who basically don't want to talk about it or they don't have the space to do that, the ability to listen 
to people sharing experiences or hearing an expert to talk about, let's say, um, you know, the 10 steps of grieving. I'm just making that up for, for, for example's sake. Uh, when, you know, situations where you feel like you are the only person in the world experiencing having all these terrible feelings and, and you have no place to go to get any sort of help and things like that. I think that the metaverse provides an, an incredible opportunity to, to first and foremost make people feel like, by the way, were you going through whatever that may be? There's so many people <laughs> who gone through it. And, and not only that, that it, it's okay, it's normal. And um, so being able to create that space and, and where people can share, you know, sort of those kind of, you know, not only learned and benefit from the information that they're hearing and seeing, but, you know, people kind of up to sort of show their, you know, their real name later on in life. It's, it's everything is a powerful process. By having that space where, where guys can have conversations about, you know, things that they're going through in terms of, again, once again, going back to self-care or whatever that may be that normally in a sort of real life context, you, you, you do not have the space to do that. This is, you know, to me, that we accomplish, you know, a big part of the purpose of Traverse. Because a lot of these conversations are happening in a very fragmented way, by the way, unfortunately. If, and, and this is part of my research that I've been doing for quite some time. There's a lot of conversations, what I call conversations of importance, but they're happening in the wrong places, in the wrong platforms. And there is, it's almost one directional. And um, they're happening on YouTube. They're happening on Reddit. They're happening even, you know, on Twitch and people are expressing in some different ways. Um, and, and why don't we just create that platform or that environment for, for, for guys to talk about things like mental health, anxiety, you know, how do you deal in the workplace today? How do you deal like, you know, working remotely, which is doing a lot of positive and negative things to people. I mean, there are so many things that, 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 that we can talk about, um, you know, conversations of, of importance in different topics. And, and I think that the metaverse lends itself for, for having those conversations. And Trueverse is really, really focused on that. Um, how, I, I don't think that you mentioned it, but how long has, have you been actually been working on creating these, this building within the metaverse? Yeah, well, so the idea basically came up with the idea back in, what is it, March this year, and um, put it together um, you know, this is storytelling that you see building out the product narrative and the brand. And we basically, we made the announcement, Lisa and I, we made the announcement in Cannes Lions. And, uh, and from that point on, we had already built the, the prototype. Um, so I'll say, you know, from March, uh, it took us about a couple of months to build this out. Uh, you know, working, uh, one of the things about me, I, 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 I don't know if this is a positive thing. But when I do want to create and build something, you know, we just get it done. And, and yeah. um, so it's, it was, you know, working for as many hours as I needed to, to, to you know, to build, to build this out. And we also have great partners, uh, technology partners uh, that they're, you know, providing amazing support. So, yeah, so I will say from March and then we, you know, by the time we went to Cannes, made the, made, we made the announcement, uh, we already had this, um, our prototype built out. And now we're moving from, as I said, from prototype, from prototype to MVP, which we are just super excited uh, because the features that, that we're going to be able to, or the users will be able to interact with are super cool. 
So I can't wait. <laughs> so we now, can. when um, once the meta chain part of this starts, how how does that work? Um, like, do people log on, create a user profile? Do they do they um, link a wallet to this in some way or somehow? Yes, that's that's exactly the idea. So the idea is that you would, you know, as you normally would with any other sort of digital product, sign up, create a new account, uh, verify your email to make sure we want to make sure you're legit, that you you are who you say you are, and yep. then you'll build your your um uh, your avatar, link. your yeah. avatar, and then you can also link your wallet. The, link the your wallet. Mask. Right. Yep. Your wallet okay. is, may not necessarily be immediately for the MVP, but obviously the, 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 the ability to create, to set up your, sign up and create your account is going to be you know, available with the MVP. But we definitely have to, we'll have the integration of a crypto wallet. Right. So that as we start building out, obviously, you know, NFTs and, and so the ability for people to, to purchase NFTs. So when you're, so you, you have a, 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 variety of avatars that people are going to be able to choose from and customizations that they're going to be able to make to them i mean they look uh, pretty the, the one that i saw was pretty sharp on there it was nice looking. yeah yeah that one was built with um metahuman which is again you know very i'm right now i'm looking uh, personally from a product perspective i'm looking at different uh technologies um, for sort of to power our avatar offering there's one that i'm getting really close to it but We'll, we'll we'll make when we make the announcement when we go live you'll you'll be able to see it. Stop prying, sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just fishing here. Yeah, no, um, no, you are, but I don't want to. I, I don't want to reveal our secrets. Yeah, no, all. please. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we we did have Rob Feldman on last week, and he re, uh, revealed some secret sauce to us. But yeah, that yeah. wasn't my fault. That was Max's fault. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but will there be a way? Because I, Mags is like trying to copy me and everything. I, I just don't want him <laughs> going on there, seeing my avatar, seeing how cool I make my avatar, and then him making the same exact avatar that I have. Is there a way to, to not let him do that? Yeah, yeah, you'll be able to. You'll be able to custom. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you don't want to have it. You don't want him to be your twin, huh? I'd prefer that he, you know, he at least had a li- was a little shorter at the min- at a minimum. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just messing. And, and different different color pineapple, different outfits. Well, he's got a nicer smile. I got a really nice sure. smile. Oh, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so the idea when it comes to the avatars is it's there are so many things by the way. It's such a great experience like, you know, sort of building out this this, this product because you really do have to think about so many things. Um, you know, the idea eventually is that we will have our own proprietary technology for the avatar. But right now we have to, you know, for MVP purposes, we have to obviously partner with with other technology partners. And th- there's amazing stuff happening, you know, out there. I mean, you have on one hand, you know, you have companies like Ready Player and Me, and, but then, you know, you have companies that right now they're focusing in on just building avatars, AI powered, that they're, you know, super close to humans in terms of voice power avatars that basically mimic, they take your voice and they sound like you. Oh, wow. Not only they look like you, but they sound like you. Wow! And and there are companies that are starting to build avatars that basically, after you pass on to the heavens or whatever you believe in, 
um, that they will continue to have, and this is obviously you know powered by in, uh, artificial intelligence, that that person or your avatar, you will continue to live on because it learns your behavior. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? So I don't know. It sounds super cool. Sounds kind of creepy yeah. too. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what, you know, I, I get a lot of feelings about that. Um, it know, reminds people- me of, uh, so just this past week I was on, every week they do a Thetacon stream and Brian Macer is the, one of the leads for Thetacon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and talk to him he, all the time. <laughs> so do you know that he has like a stuffed version of his dog that passed away? No, I didn't know that. They ha- yeah, so he, he I, I didn't realize that until, yeah. <laughs> So he was telling him he was in the background on the couch or something. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, they had to send in like a bunch of different pictures from all different angles. And this company created basically a plush version of the dog. Mm-hmm. And he, wa- he said he walked in the door the other day and, and saw the dog on the couch and was like, oh, Zoe. <laughs> or, and, <laughs> and yeah, so it kind of reminded me of that when you, when you mentioned that. But, you know, again, this is within the context of you have so many choices right now of, you know, cool technology companies that are doing so many, so many great things uh, right now when it comes to avatars. It's not just avatars for the sake of almost like gaming. And, you know, there are companies that are really focused in trying to solve for the issue of interoperability in the metaverse. But then you have other companies that are trying to mimic real human beings, you know, making sure that human beings live on forever somewhere in the virtual world in the, in the metaverse yeah cool stuff cool yeah stuff. yeah yeah you got anything else mags no i don't i i definitely learned a lot though i'll tell you that yeah no listen adrian we we really appreciate you joining us on here and we definitely have a a much better understanding of what you got going on over there definitely looking forward to can't wait dipping our dipping our toes in uh, as early as next month which is super exciting Mm-hmm. Dipped your toast in the pool for the time being until <laughs> also we'll the, the hot tub. Right, right. <laughs> I'll be in the pool. Mags, Mags will be in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> and take a car for a spin. You can do that. Ooh, cool. Yeah, that sounds yeah. cool. And then we should do some something with pineapples in the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. We need to get uh, we need to get Chef Pine in there. He's uh, there. You go. Yeah, he knows what to do with pineapples. I see him all the time making. Uh, some fancy dessert, some fancy, uh, yeah, food, like pineapple ice cream or something. Yeah, just yeah, totally. delicious. But please, we we do want to make sure that he doesn't make pizza and puts pineapples on. Thank the pizza. you, thank <laughs> you. I all right, yeah, I agree. Can, can we just get that out of the way, right? We, like, absolutely. That, that's wow. a no, no. <laughs> wow i, I got nothing to say no thank how, you for how... your honest opinion on that <laughs> you just got dunked on max i did <laughs> now by the no, way I th- there's a reason behind I, I say that there was some a little bit of intelligence that i got so <laughs> i was here just to push you buttons max. oh that's awesome <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> they they do need to be pushed, or they just they don't work. So okay, all right. <laughs> oh no, thank you for that. Hmm. Wonder if uh, Andrea spilled the spilled the beans on that one. I have no idea. Some some <laughs> some. some, some <laughs> 
It was it was some no. pineapple, right? It was okay. an anonymous pineapple. Sorry, oh, guys. I can't. I wish I could tell you more, but no idea. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't know that there's a better note that we can end on than that. That was about perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't so. wait for you guys. Seriously, and I, all kidding aside, I'm I really digging your work, and and I can't I can't wait for it to be maybe more instead sort of you know create some really fancy luxury pineapple nfts sounds awesome very cool. we definitely we definitely appreciate that those kind words yeah no they're they're looking amazing so can't wait Ooh. awesome all right well thanks again adrian and everybody true it's uh true t-r-o-o-v-r-s dot i-o right that's right the Perfect. true verse the true verse it's not true vrs it's the true verse you got it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. We appreciate it, and we look forward to uh, seeing you around on the boards and 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 at the uh, in the Trueverse. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you at Thetacon as well. Oh yes, awesome. Very cool. Can't right, wait. Have a great night. You too. Bye bye. have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a treat at feedthecat.theta. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tubs.